0: Welcome! Welcome! I'm joined by so many people today. Can you believe it? The whole Orange Grove crew. I haven't been on Orange Grove's channel or vice versa since like 2010. (laughs) Welcome back. How you been? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for having us on, Ethan. I know you have like 20 million subscribers since I last (laughs) been on your channel. I wish. (laughs) Congrats and Disney family man, he has like three channels now. He has a Citrus Corner, a Disney family man, and a George. How have you been, George?
1: I'm doing good. It's uh, as I mentioned before, a family man's job is never done.
0: <laughs>
1: that's right.
0: You better be in Disney World for the preview. Where are you at home?
1: You know, I wanted to go to the preview so bad, I just missed it by a couple weeks when my trip is set, and that's how it always goes. I miss it always by a couple weeks. <laughs>
0: terrible but <laughs> you'll enjoy it and then of course the technical wizard not the theme park one but the technical one. Oh gray Vash guy with his movie level setup over here hey, <laughs> hey, hey
2: what is going on what is going on there you go right oh, 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 there oh, right
0: he the noises you got the booms the bangs we love it Freshly squeezed every day on the Orange Grove channel. Orange Grove is like three channels, went from one to three, and that's super cool. So, subscribe for all three channels. Boom! So, today we're talking Disney. Daphne Disney. I know Dre and George and Chris have lots of Disney thoughts. You can check out all their videos with their interesting Disney thoughts right after this. We're gonna talk about D23. First, D23. My chat seems to think a new Tomorrowland's coming. What do you think, Dre?
2: Oh yeah, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I think we
0: I think you know,
2: I, I think we addressed this in in a, in a previous video, but hey, you know what? If, you know, my thoughts have kind of expanded. They you know, they've they've you know kind of changed a little bit. So I'm glad you asked. Uh, listen. When I saw my chat actually come forward with that kind of, you know, that kind of information, I was like, uh, it, it stunned me because it was like, wow, this is dusty. You know, he doesn't really, you know, mince words, you know, with his, uh, with his outlet right there. And that the fact that he, he, he said it, was, he, was, he expected it. I mean, that was pretty profound. And then we got uh, Walt Disney World Today, Tom Corliss, saying pretty much the same thing. Uh, that they expected at a, a Tomorrowland at D23 Expo. And and honestly, I, I was pretty shocked by that because everything that I had been hearing up at that point uh, pointed towards, you know, like, you know, small additions or small changes to Tomorrowland, but nothing on a scale of uh, a, of, of an entire overhaul. Uh, so, so I got to be honest, it, it, it shocked me.
0: Interesting. I know, right? Because Chris, you mentioned that because I think you made a tweet about Toontown. And you're like, oh, they chose Toontown over Tomorrowland. So you must be surprised as well. Yeah, I am. Because look,
3: Tomorrowland doesn't really have a lot of IP possibilities. <clears throat> and I've said this before. Um, you know, they kind of gave Star Wars its own thing, right? Its mm-hmm. own land. They gave Marvel its own land. There's not a whole lot they can do now with Tomorrowland. I I know a lot of fans are going to be like, well, what about WALL-E? What about Big Hero 6? And and I love those franchises. I love those franchises. I'm a huge Baymax fan, but I just don't think those are really heavy-hitting franchises. Now, I will say this, though. This is a little bit of a caveat. With Galaxy's Edge, there's like a year and a half in the Star Wars timeline that you can actually utilize for that land. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is right between um last jedi and rise of skywalker there's not a whole lot of a lot of space there so so maybe they'll they'll incorporate some star wars into tomorrowland i have no idea but it's interesting it's very very interesting i'm very very surprised that the prior that tomorrowland assuming what my chat is saying is 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 true it's going forward I'm surprised that they're taking it as seriously as they are. You know, I mean, Fantasyland can get an expansion
1: Mm -hmm. and they can
3: utilize billion dollar franchises like frozen and tangled and what have you. And instead they're, they're kind of overlooking that and going into Tomorrowland. It's very, very surprising. Hey, look, I'm not going to complain. I would love to see Tomorrowland get redone. I want it to get redone. It's it should be a priority, but it it is surprising to say the least in my opinion.
1: And uh, George,
0: Your thoughts?
1: Um, Well, as echoing of what uh, Mr. Vash Sky had brought up, you know, when, you know, Dusty makes a statement as big as, hey, we may be hearing about a Tomorrowland redo uh, at the D23 Expo, a lot of people, you know, eyebrows raise up, you know, you have everyone's undivided attention because, you know, he usually knows what he's talking about and he's usually quite, you know, on the money when it comes to those kind of, uh, rumors that go around the company um what i love to see it done absolutely i think it's more of the aesthetics of the land itself that would probably get a a major overhaul rather than just adding more ip into the land because that land in particular doesn't really have too much to fall back on they tried it with meet the robinsons uh they tried it with the live action uh tomorrowland film which great movies by the way i love both of them but Man. there's nothing really there that can really hold up the land um, because they just weren't heavy hitters at the box office. Now to mention what uh, OG was mentioning about with Wally and Big Hero 6, I personally feel like they would work out in the land, but uh, we had discussed it on his channel before, but they would be more of a, um, a uh, background sort of um, not like the, the front runners to move the land along as far as with a change. Like they would just be there just to kind of be like the supporting cast, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But my thoughts that if they were to do a uh, Tomorrowland overhaul, it would more so be the, the outer skin of the land itself and possibly move the, uh, the, the jets back possibly. I know that's a heavy hit because it's kind of an eyesore to have them right there to block the, the entrance point of Tomorrowland.
3: Yeah. And George, you brought up a great point. And we brought this up on my channel a few days ago, but like Tomorrowland's problem isn't really a ride and attraction problem. It's an aesthetics problem. Mm-hmm. You have Space Mountain, which is very popular. You have even Nemo submarines are pretty popular. Astro Blasters, again, popular. Star Tours, popular. The attractions aren't the problem it's the aesthetics it's the rotting people mover track it's it's just the way that land looks more than anything if they can really nail the aesthetics i think we're in business you know now preferably i'd rather have like everything i want good aesthetics i want the tron coaster i want all of it but if you had to pick one or the other i think i'd pick the aesthetics because that's really where that's really the achilles heel of tomorrowland right now i think
2: and i think I think a tomorrowland overhaul would be largely limited to that, right I think it would be largely limited to let's redo the exteriors of some of these buildings, let's get rid of the old people mover tracks if we do do something, you know are we gonna reuse really the tracks in that instance? probably not you know, and right. then I mean maybe talk about you know getting rid of the carousel of progress or interventions building, but you know it's those things that are kind of holding the land back, so I agree with you o g uh, and that's why I was kind of surprised that they would even attempt to do something like this. I mean, I, I mean, I would have bet money that Fantasyland would have been done uh, sooner <laughs> mm-hmm. than that. Which, yeah. by the way, I probably would have made some money too because Fantasyland is going through a reimagining of its own, but just attraction by attraction, right? Mm-hmm. And in that case, it's not really the attractions like, like the exteriors themselves, like you would see at Tomorrowland, but really the interiors that are going to are getting changed out and getting updated and getting refreshed maybe pinocchio is on the list i don't know but uh <laughs> you know we'll mm-hmm. see but uh tomorrowland yeah i mean you know i, I think the one thing and, and i think we were talking about it over the phone og the one thing that might get people in the door and, and excited about a Tomorrowland redo is a replacement to the people over
1: officially for sure
0: 100 um, percent um i do
1: have to add uh to it and Uh, I know we don't really have it on here because we usually have it on OG's channel, but knowing me, I go balls of the wall, so I'm just going to say it, and I'm probably going to get canceled after this. But here we go. (laughs) But here we go. Thank you. you (laughs) We at least got the sound effects for it. Hey, we got (laughs) them. But um, I personally feel, and I'm sorry, uh, Dave from Fresh Baked, I know that you're a big fan of this attraction. Oh, Oh, no. uh, You have to honestly... Me, take out the Autopia uh, cars. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay, that's, that's a huge prime real estate that they could yeah. use with Tomorrowland. And me personally, as far as the subs go, I would keep the Lagoon. Then I personally would get rid of, of the subs because the Lagoon is gorgeous. I mean, just yeah. the outlook. You could literally turn that even into like um, with Skull. And you could actually attach that to a Fantasyland expansion with like a mm-hmm. Skull Rock. And have it more like a Neverland theme, and if you could tie it into an updated version of a Peter Pan ride, sort of, kind of how they're doing uh, overseas with the same type of um, ride system for Flight of Passage in Pandora, but it's going to be themed to Peter Pan. You know, as far as like that kind of thing go, because you could break that up. So part of it would be for Fantasyland, and then the other part would be for Tomorrowland.
3: And, and that's a great that's a great point you bring up, George. Is that like. A lot of fans will be like, well, just get rid of the submarines, you know, just get rid of the subs. But you, they don't understand that you get rid of the subs and you're risking losing the aesthetics of the lagoon.
0: Because mm-hmm. like what
3: you said, George, is fantastic. A skull rock, you know, but we don't know for sure if Disney's going to go that route. I would hate to lose the submarine lagoon for a big gray box. Yeah. For, you yeah, know, see, now if they, yeah.
1: If they were to get rid of the, the submarines, Oh, and they take the lagoon with it. Then I'd rather keep the subs if yeah, it's going to save yeah. the lagoon.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's a big risk. That's a big risk with losing the subs. You know, I'd rather you lose know. Autopia. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: know, you know, I'm fairly certainly you could integrate some design that would that would incorporate the lagoon, but in just just a new attraction that takes place mm-hmm. just beyond it. I, I I think that's a reasonable uh, thing that one can do. And maybe that's part of the reason why they refurbed the lagoon the way they did. You know, maybe it's like, hey, listen, you know, maybe, maybe, hey, maybe fine Nemo submarine voyage might not have a long term future, but maybe the lagoon does. Uh, You know, it's it's extremely photogenic and it can it could it could provide all kinds of uh, possibilities and ideas uh, for for an attraction beyond its borders at, at some time, you know. Uh, it's interesting that you bring up, you know, Neverland, you know, all that kind of stuff. The reason, and a lot, you know, a lot of people don't know this, so let, let me go ahead and share this with you. Uh, so, Little Mermaid, the current iteration of it, being an omnimover type attraction, was originally envisioned for the space where Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters currently sits. People think what. I mean, that doesn't make sense. You know, why would they ever do that? And it was like, well, we need to, you know, fill up this old Circle Vision Theater with something. It might as well be that. But take the entrance to, you know on the Tomorrowland side and switch it over to the Fantasyland side. There you go. That's your attraction, right? Kind of a crazy concept right there. But I think the other thing that you would need to do, you know, uh, whether
1: it it would, uh, sorry. So it would have been more like how they did Toy Story Mania done in Hollywood studios where the entrance used to be in Pixar place, but then they sealed that part up and it became the back part of the the show building and just reversed it on the other side for toy story. Land. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. It'd be a, it'd be a similar, similar thing, but uh, you know, that didn't end up happening. We got Buzz Lightyear instead. Right. Uh, but, but I think the other thing that might need to be adjusted is that, you know, the back of that show building of buzz and it's kind of like flat, it's not all that appealing yeah. that might need to change as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so, no, 100%. 100%. And, and
2: you brought up an interesting point, Dre, real quick. I just
3: want to say that you brought up an interesting point in terms of like a building that sits in a land and utilizing the opposite side of the building for an entrance yeah. for a different land. I don't know. I've been saying this for a while, but I think that's a definite possibility when it comes to the animation building over a DCA. You have a oh, massive absolutely. right? You have a massive building, massive building that yeah. really, I mean, come on. I mean, for, us nerds love it. We go in there, we can watch the animated movies, Mm
1: -hmm. but
3: they they can do a lot with that building. It butts right up against the vendors campus. You can put the entrance to it in a vendors campus. They could put something in there. Keep an eye on that building. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be
0: surprised. 100%. Indoor coaster. (laughs) You never know. You never know. (laughs) know. (laughs) So do you guys think they'll do the Tomorrowland renovation? If so, do you think i'll do it right or do you think i'll cheap out
2: oh boy uh, Oh great why don't you guys don't you, guys, you want go, me to go first well <laughs>
3: yes I'll, 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 go, go. I'll go i'll go first i'll go first here's the thing I, i'm not hundred percent confident on that i'm not because look yeah. I, i've stood up for chapek a lot i do think he unfairly gets Targeted a lot with the fandom, like a lot. Like I, w- I even said the other day, like
0: Colin wine I saw the tweet.
3: Yeah, it's like it's like come on, it's like it's like the fans want to say the buck stops here with Jepak, but then right. when something good comes out, suddenly he's nowhere to be found in the conversation. <laughs> if the buck
1: stops he, here, he's, with Bob, he's at he's at Iger's house having dinner, right? Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah I mean, if the buck stops here with Jepak, then the buck stops here with Jepak. Then you got to give him credit for the good, right? You just got to. Yeah. But that's the thing it's like
1: i i i, I don't i can't the stand guy. the petty i can't stand the pettiness yeah. more so like online it's like when you nitpick and you dissect every little thing it's like yeah you, you say it where it, you know it, it, it where i'm trying to think how to put this where you say where it hits the most you give him the praise that he deserves when it happens but right. it's like when you Take the little nitpicky pettiness things. And it's like, really, that's really what you have during your time that it's like you're worried about that. It's like, well, well it's like the time when he was out, me, me and Dre, we did a video on this, Dre, like where
3: Chapek was literally out with guests. Mingling, mm-hmm. trying to like you know, oh, and did talk that,
0: that. he did that little hand thing or something, right? right. And he's talking, <laughs> My hands like, don't scan, yeah. Everyone, everyone <laughs> screamed, and he right. was
3: talking to guests, and then the big thing on social media was, Where's his name tag? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh man like, exactly out there doing everything you want him to do daddy josh does this and you all swoon over daddy josh let the guy do his thing he's trying he's not an extrovert at least give the guy some credit for trying and people nitpick the hell out of him you
2: know it's, it's just crazy. Man. hey cosmic it's crazy. rewind was 350 million dollars you know i mean that's a small chunk of change right there and they end up you know pulling it off pretty well now were there cuts man yeah absolutely but yeah. the final product is actually pretty good you know uh, from the reviews i'm hearing so you gotta give him
0: credit and then everyone on twitter but that started under Iger,
2: right
3: and you know right. what else
0: <laughs> started under Iger?
3: pixar peer <laughs> <So> if you <laughs> want to give him credit for the, God, the cosmic rewind then you should give bob Iger credit for pixar peer but they don't do that see the the pixar peer is a bad thing in most fans minds so that goes mm-hmm. to bob Chapek. <laughs>
2: the good shit though
3: oh that was all that was all bob Iger. that was all (laughs) it's it's stupid it's stupid
2: it's what they do though it's what they do now look (laughs) listen you know i i mean (laughs) you know these these guys you know it's like it's like they like you know, my my example that I always bring, you know, it's like JPEG's walking into the Village Haas huh, and going, oh, yeah, that chicken sandwich, that's got to be fifteen ninety seven. It cannot be thirteen ninety nine. You know, it's like he doesn't – he's the CEO. He doesn't operate on that level. Obviously, he has mandates. Obviously, he has, he has instructions for his, you know, division heads and so forth. But come on. He's not – you know, he's not the guy getting rid of hoop review or whatever or, you know, uh, getting rid of finding Muslim – he he's not he's not that guy. Right. He he right. is. You know, he's running the entire company. And honestly, right now, you know, Daddy Josh, he's in the position. Right. And so when it comes to the operational realities of these things, that's going to more fall in Daddy Josh's you know lap than it is going to be Chapek. But when it comes to big capital expenditures, you know, Chapek's going to have a role in that. And to his credit,
1: he actually did. Uh, you know, fulfill
2: a uh, uh, cosmic rewind. And, and from that's, what, that's I what I understand, people like it. Kind
1: of interesting because when Tom Staggs was chairman of the parks and mm. Iger was CEO, mm. everything that was mentioned in the parks oh Staggs was a heavy hitter, which he was, but I'm just saying this to make a point. And then there's Bob Iger as the CEO. Right now that Josh is running the parks it's like okay nowhere to be found no, not seen not heard not spoken for by the Disney fans but it's the CEO's issue rather than the parks chairman. Yeah,
3: yeah the, the buck that's a that's a laughable thing with fans the buck doesn't the buck only stops here because that's the convenient way to blame Chapek. The buck didn't stop with the CEO when Pixar Pier premiered in 2018 and Iger was the was the CEO. No 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 then the buck didn't stop. The here it was Bob Chapek. He ran the parks. Everything stops with Bob Chapek. It just, it's convenient where we always blame Chapek for the bad shit. And look, the guy wouldn't have been my first choice, but we got to be intellectually honest with ourselves yes. and at least give credit and blame where it should be. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And, and a lot
1: of people have to understand it. Even though he is the CEO, there's many other arms of the company that people are intertwined working right. on this stuff. Right. Well, they're teams of
2: people and, and all those people, you know, have a have a hand and role in in and a great many things. and being intellectually consistent now, going back to the Tomorrowland question and whether or not it's gonna be actually done well or not, right? Mm-hmm. Look, uh, you know uh, <laughs> to me this has all the hallmarks of another nineteen ninety eight Tomorrowland all over again, to be honest with you. And 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 honestly <laughs> it's it's I think there is a little bit more ambition than there was, uh, back in that time. Right. And I think there's a little bit more will to go a little bit further than they did back then. At the same time, I kind of just look at it and I go, you know, you have a very fiscally conservative Disney company right now, especially with some of their kind of liquidity issues as JPEG would, would call it. But, but, you know, their cash flow problems are kind of a concern. You have a falling stock price. You have, you know, $30 billion worth of capital expenditures going towards the studio, it, you know, how much of that is going to get funneled towards the parks? I'm not really sure. And it's like, you know, like I was telling OG over the phone, do lands book vacation packages? Historically they haven't. So you're going to need some type of an attraction, you know, you know, what, what's the cost of all this actually going to end up being like, I think Walt Disney world news today was talking about. the to like North of $600 million or something like that. And, and I, I, I I just don't see it. I just don't see it. So what is that number? You know, I mean, Tokyo is figuring like, you know, $400 million around there. What's that number today? You know, going going for Tomorrowland domestically in Disneyland. I I, I have no idea, but it can't be good.
1: I would like to see it get done. Do I think it's going to be in the time frame of how people are suspecting it to be at the expo? I don't think. Um, as uh Vash had mentioned, it, it's not gonna get people to say, Hey, let's go and see a new exterior for tomorrowland. You know, I mean flights, you know, <laughs> prices are up, you know, hotels are up, you know, just yeah. tickets, reservations. So to get people's butts in the park, get the turnstiles rolling, they need something that's an incentive, so sort to of speak, to get people to go there if they're gonna do a complete overall. Um but if you even think about it we didn't even really get any information on the retheming of Splash Mountain yet. You know, so mm-hmm. we're still like cradled on that notion, but we're going to move over to Tomorrowland and who's even really to say what's going to be for Splash Mountain because when they do retheme Splash Mountain to Princess and the frogs, primarily for Disneyland, I truly feel that it's going to extend further into New Orleans Square, but they would have an incentive to extend New Orleans Square because they're going to have practically a brand new rethemed attraction. But for mm. Tomorrowland, that may not be the case right now. Yeah, that's mm. yeah. an interesting point. I mean, look yeah.
2: if you if you can't if if Tomorrowland doesn't get the resources that it needs, right? If you can't don't afford do these, all. don't do it at all. Exactly. That's that's my point exactly. And so it's like as far as resources go for the company. I mean, I think there's. There, there are some other things that could be addressed in in the mean in the meantime. If you can't, you know, uh, address this uh, the Tomorrowland problem properly. I
1: mean, there is one way that you could get me in there. They could do absolutely nothing. They couldn't even touch it. If they just throw in a Carl's Jr. in there, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, oh, oh, baby. still waiting on the entrance. You know, still the construction wall and the two green plots of land. I mean, that shouldn't be too much. to... Right build, right that's supposed to come in spring 2020. Obviously, it couldn't, but I mean, I feel like it could have you know, I just put a couple white things up and better than a construction wall covering a sound box. Oh, yeah. okay. mm-hmm. and, and, and
3: from what I understand, that, that box is there because but, it is, it's some sort of mechanism for the astral
0: orbiter. Yeah, I think it's yes. like the sound in the yeah, some, some, the- yeah, so it's the, box, it's, yeah, it's the
2: air, it's the, it's the, some of the some of the uh, com- components for the hydraulics for the actual, you know, lift mechanism oh, mechanism, you can hear it when it actually takes off. Right. Which,
3: yeah. which, 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 which kind of highlights the point of w- even more so why they should remove the Astro Orbiter from the entrance mm-hmm. because of then that, you remove that box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then you can get rid of the box. You can put the, you can put the Astro Orbiter in the back of the land. If you get rid of the people mover track, fine. But just put the put the rockets in the back of the land. It is it is the, the rockets the entrance. It, it
1: really does the rockets. Does. rockets being in that entrance is like a really bad hemorrhoid. It's like you just have to remove <laughs> it just to get the flow going. It's <laughs> well,
3: come on, come on, Tomorrowland, like, your fiber,
0: get that flow going,
3: man. Yeah, get that, that of
0: yeah, be like, be like Adventureland and get that flow going with Tarzan, House getting out of there, know. Get the flow oh, moving. Oh boy, here we <laughs> go. This actually. is
2: this is when I would pay the, play the drop right here. <clears throat>
1: Yes, folks, we only have high-class stuff
2: on this show. There you go. But no, I mean, no, George makes an interesting point. I mean, yeah. operationally, in terms of traffic flow, it is horrific. The the rocks, removing of the French rocks as we have uh, described them in his Twitter and everybody everything, it helps... But, I mean, you still can't get around the fact that you have this, you know, this huge kind of aerial carousel right in front of the land, you know, and it's popping out in front of the hub and it's 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 not the most sightly thing. Right. And it's it's you having to walk around this thing, it would be much more beneficial just operationally for it to be, you know, put back. Uh, you know, in, in the land. And maybe that's, maybe that is a possibility, right? If you remove the old people mover platform, you know, maybe you put the rocket jets there. Uh, I'm not quite sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. And even with the parades and all that stuff coming back, it really exacerbates the problem. Absolutely. Crowd, people sit there, people trying to move, they have to make the one-way entrances, that's have to star tours and around. It's very bad, especially on those very, very crowded nights. Absolutely. And if you yeah. make a new platform... You put it on top, it makes it even more thrilling. So, maybe even more worth the wait. Right, right. Yeah. The wait. So, D23 predictions. <laughs> I'm going to guess that. What do you guys, what would you, what do you expect and what do you want? I remember that one time, was it, it was a destination D, I think it was destination the Orange Grove, you said that, man, you can not expect Disney to get anything. And then you got, wow, you're like, more than you thought. So, you, no, think, yeah, you no, know, yeah, 100%. Or do you think it's going to be Disney World focused again?
3: Yeah, like here's the thing. Like historically, the D23 Expo is the Walt Disney World show. It just is. Look, when Mm -hmm. we got the big stuff like Galaxy's Edge, it was because it was like what Iger said. We're not building one. We're building two, Mm -hmm. and it was Walt Disney World was included in that. But very rarely, if you ever if you look back at the D23 Expo, very rarely does Disneyland Resort get a lot of big, hard hitting announcements. But George down here actually had a good point, and that maybe this year will be different. You know, Walt Disney World is kind of like tapering off its 50th anniversary. It's already in full swing, kind of coming up, coming out of that. Disneyland God knows Resort, why. <laughs> you know, Disneyland Resort now is kind of like on the cusp of of of, of this Disneyland forward thing that is probably going to get approved. Um, we we got the Avengers E ticket. That's probably again it's money on the table for Disney. They're that's probably going to move forward for Disneyland Resort. Mm. Yeah, I mean this this D twenty three might be a game changer for for Disneyland Resort. We might see. Look, my prediction. If you're going to ask me my prediction, I I think that the the Avengers e tickets or some sort of Marvel e ticket yes, um, will please. will be will be green lit for um, Avengers Campus. Probably announced at Avengers Camp. I mean um, at D twenty three. I think we might even hear a little something about Disneyland forward. Now I know fans it's too early for any blueprints or official plans, but I think that maybe tomorrow can come on stage and kind of just say, Hey, look, you know what? We mentioned uh Disneyland forward a year and a half ago, and we're happy to announce that we worked a deal out with the city. Look forward to more things to come. That's all he's got to say. So yeah. I think something like that might be on the table for D 23. If we get those two things and what Dusty was saying with my chat, saying that like Tomorrowland is expected to be announced. Oh man, that's a huge success for Disneyland. We get Tomorrowland. We get a a very vague um, news about Disneyland forward. We get the Avengers E ticket. I'm a happy orange Grove. I'm a happy orange
1: Grove. I'm good. I'm going to take it a step further, uh, what you were saying, OG, and I think it's more so because we all know more so Bob Chapek is going to be there because this is the biggest (laughs) Disney convention on the planet, you know, minus Star Wars Celebration and what have you. But as far as for Disney fans, he's going to be there unless he has another dinner meetup somewhere. (laughs) But it's... (laughs) Yeah, I gotta
0: go. Nice. But
1: (laughs) but more so, he's going to be there. And I feel that they're going to have to have him announce something big to kind of get the fans on his side. Yeah. And again, my prediction that I mentioned this before that they are going to have Josh c- come out with Bob and they kind of do it as a pair duo to make all these announcements. Cause I don't really know how the fans are going to react when they hear his name, you know, as <laughs> he walking up on stage, you know, and it's petty again, yeah. that's more petty stuff, you know? Well, well, and George is brilliant. George is fucking brilliant. And look, Chapek,
3: if you're watching this, take George's advice. If JPEG, if you walk out with tomorrow, the fans' heads are going to explode because they're not going to know if we boo you, we're going to be booing Daddy Josh. Do they don't right. want to do that. They don't want to do that. So you, <laughs> come out with Daddy Josh and he's cover for you. It's going to be a lot harder for them to boo you, Chapek. I'm telling you right now. I'm sure Christina Saki will agree with me.
2: <laughs> I mean
0: yeah come I come out with a nice diet plan for weight washers <laughs> and that's that out to everybody.
2: <laughs> he's got to get his uh it's got to get some uh get some advice to to whoever dressed uh eiger you know just <laughs> like him, you know i kind of look fashionable here we go you know
1: um, but, I, no, but I do think but i do think disneyland forward is going to get mentioned nothing specifics where it's like oh attraction after attraction new land new park new this but i think they are going to start the point especially because this is going to This whole expo, the whole theme around it is the 100 years of the company. So I think, and it had mentioned, okay, what's the next 100 years going to be? And that's what Disneyland Forward is all about. A
0: new Target collaboration.
1: Oh God! (laughs) Oh man! Oh, the resurrection of the uh, Target dog. There you go, bullseye. I I wait. I swear, I waited all night to get myself. A, a, a freaking $10 target <laughs> gift card. Oh <laughs> but, man, that was but, man. tough, but that was- that's, <laughs> that's where Disneyland forward, you know, lays on it's more so for the future of the resort. And that's right. what they were talking about the next 100 years. So I think if they, you know, were to say, Hey, we're green lighting this, this is the potential down the road. Here is maybe some, maybe not concept art, but here are some ideas that we have in the pipeline that could potentially come out of it. I think the, the, the fans would go nuts and I, that would kind of get them back in, you know, good graces with the relationship between fans and JPEC. Cause right now, you know, mm-hmm. nobody is liking him for whatever he's doing. So they, I think if he was to be there, they would have something majorly announced as far as the parks go. I hope so. Yeah. I,
0: no concept art because Disney and this concept art, they, too
1: long to no it's never well it's never the it's never the same thing anyway yeah, i mean we, we exactly. were just did, we just did a topic <laughs> on epcot you know of what we start out with and then
0: yeah what you
1: end up it's with? like and now it's it's it a looks little like too
2: revealing a little bit too specific
0: too early yeah. just Say the details, and then when you go closer, then do a concept art. So it's not too much different, or else then you're like, What and what? And like Splash Mountain, you announce it so early. Every time I go on Splash Mountain, people are like, Is it going to be Twins? it going to be Princess and the Frog? And then when it was closed, they're like, Oh, they're transforming into Princess and the Frog. I'm like, Oh, no. They're just reverbing it, guys. Yeah. Sorry. You you know, if you're going to
2: do it, keep it vague. You know, don't, right. don't do specific concept art. You know, people get attached to that and they can't let it go.
3: No, 100%. 100%. And should we talk about, Ethan? It's your channel, your call.
0: Do you, you want to should. talk about Splash Mountain? Yes, we- let's do it. Let's talk about what Disney World's going to do first, right? I think. Um, somebody saw recently. And then, like, I think what? Oh, Braden, that's who it said. Mickey Views. He's tweeted something that Disney World in like October or something
1: it's going to close.
0: And then uh, nowhere on Disneyland yet. But, uh, interesting. I just See, felt- I thought it
1: was going to be the other way around. I thought right. Disneyland was going to yeah. pave the way for Walt Disney World.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because Disneyland, look,
3: it, it's like, here's the thing. Like Disneyland is like perfect for princess and the frog because it straddles new Orleans square and critter country and princess and the frog kind of, kind of, kind of like, kind of deals with both. Right. It's very much New Orleans, but then you have like the alligators oh, and all the critters that can kind of play to the critter countryside. It's kind of a perfect addition to Disneyland. Walt well, Disney World, not so much. And when, like you said, George, when, when Braden said that Disney World was going to go under the knife first, that shocked me. That absolutely shocked me because it seems just like such a much better fit for Disneyland, and not look. We can't ignore That's the cheaper fits.
0: Because you don't right, have to leave here the whole land around it, exactly,
3: and we can't ignore the fact of the of, the, of the socio political element here. And California is much more of a blue state than Florida, <laughs> so you would think there'd be much more of an urgency to get this changed in California, Newsom's California, than it would be DeSantis's Florida. Okay. And according to Braden, it looks like the, 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 the incentive is more the 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 ur- sense of urgency is more on the florida side it it, it really blows my mind and, it, I, and if that confused. really
1: is and if that really is the truth that florida is going to get the change first i necessarily and i could be wrong yeah. i necessarily don't think it's going to be this upcoming october i think if they were even going to attempt it at walt disney world's first they're going to wait till tron opens and that's just my personal mm-hmm. opinion because they could have a much more flow guest oh. flow on the opposite side of the park and, and, and why that's why they can have that down. Well,
0: are you saying it's not going to close until 2075? Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's speculation. Really. <laughs> but that's why—that's
0: why I wasn't
2: necessarily that surprised. You know, to George's credit, I, I wasn't necessarily surprised that Walt Disney World was getting it first. Two reasons, but one big one being that Tron was going to open. Right. Or, you know, uh, I mean, I know it's a kind of a meme, but it's—it was going to open relatively quickly. I mean, they are working around the clock to get that thing open, at least by oh i'll we'll probably say no, quarter quarter one 2023 i you haven't know, which not seen would put it, it,
1: it moved it's moving quite vastly yeah, i mean like this is the most i've seen construction on that thing right so think about it part you're going to get time.
2: you're you're going to get attraction that's pr- you know decent capacity right that yeah. will open open up and that will open the opportunity for splash mountain to actually go down uh you know and they wouldn't have suffered that significant of a capacity loss now the the other thing that that kind of lent me towards towards this direction of of you know maybe 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 Braden is actually accurate is because from what I understand, changing out you know Walt Disney World Splash Mountain is a much more straightforward endeavor than Disneyland Splash Mountains, You know, <laughs> being that it was the original, it was it's the older one, and in it was built to a certain code and to mm-hmm. a certain degree that makes it much more challenging, at it least in like California. Than Walt Disney World, yeah, it, it sort of it's, it's sort of the, along those lines, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not quite as extreme, but but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's, and honestly, this this whole project is, I mean it's it's really grown and it's you know and its ambition simply because these two attractions are so different, you know, some things will apply to, to, to each obviously, but how you stage things, how you actually decorate things, how you, you know, how you set these things up. I mean, they're going to be, there's not a lot of overlap as, as much as you would think. And and honestly, yeah. that's kind of how the current splash mountain is when you think about it. No, by the are- way, as far as D 23, uh, D 23 Expo predictions go. They have to say something about Splash Mountain, there, right? Yeah, I mean, right. they have to.
1: At least another piece of content. And that's Art. and that's what I was just going to say. When did they have a reopening for Toontown? 2021? Yeah, that, so that's the thing, right? So
2: Toontown's going to okay. open in 2023.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting at. Because if they open Toontown, you guys are going to have Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, right? And if that will do, offset like, the
2: capacity. Yes. Yeah. So
1: that way, it can eat up more people north of the park. Could that could be potentially where both Splash Mountains are going to go down around the same time? For me, my estimation guess is going to be twenty twenty three.
2: I I would agree with you. I I think that's kind of the kind of the goal is is get these big a- new attractions up and running, mm-hmm. and you can off you know y- you you can you can not dig into the capacity, but offset it right. when you take these uh, big Splash Mountains down. Uh, so I. Yeah, I I mean, and that's why I'm kind of not shocked uh, that this is going to be maybe taking a little bit longer on the West Coast than it is in the East.
0: I'm going to go with January 7th, 2024, and I'll tell you why, Ooh. because 2023, hmm. Mickey's open. No, right no, no, cool.
1: let's let now. I'm, I'm glad you didn't give like a detailed specific date there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, whenever the holiday
0: season ends in 2024, because, you know, Mickey's going to open up, let's say spring, but let's say there's a delay. So, summer, right? So, you want to have the water ride open for the summer, and you have the holidays. And then I feel like that refurb season, that's when we'll shut that's our splash mountain down for the whole, you know, that January, and then open it up. Whenever it is. That way you have So so you're so you're points. more
1: so saying after the fact Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opens up with the newly Toontown and Tron opens up, have everything kind of running at once to kind of eat up those summer crowds into the holidays. Mm-hmm. Then once well, you have it yeah. kind of setting down, then
0: also they can they can run their little, you know, get your slash mountain merch before it closes thing for a few months. Yeah. And Whatever's then- left. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, whatever they can do that's non-racial or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Splash out in the merch. Like, know they gotta be thinking something up their sleeve. There's has to be some because <laughs> I want to buy some and then you know close it after the holidays or at least when it's, it's cold outside.
3: Yeah, and that and that you, Ethan, you bring up a fantastic point, dude. That's the that's the thing they kind of. They've kind of they've set this whole thing up where it's it's not just a retheme, yeah. It's it's very much tied to like social issues in our world. Mm. So are they gonna like do the whole like get your Splash Mountain merch while you can because no. I don't know, man. Like that, it might be, it's it's might be problematic. Might be problematic.
0: Put some critters on there. What's wrong with the critters? I want Briar. I want Briar. <laughs> I want them all. I want. I
2: know. A I, I, mo- and look, listen. I mean, come on. Listen, that, back. that Splash Mountain merchandise, that initial, you know, Splash Mountain merchandise, it sold out completely, right? But it was never uh
1: made again. It was never made available know, and again. That was just utter complete bullshit. Because I wanted my set so badly. Oh. And I'm seeing these people walking out with gar garbage bags. They literally came to the they literally came to the parks with garbage bags.
0: <laughs> that
1: three ones too. But that just tells it. I mean
2: that that really, Man. you know, that really puts in perspective the mindset that they might have right now. If they have we ever seen Disney not capitalize on on I mean, on some know. kind of big merchandise I opportunity like this?
0: Everything.
2: Right. It's never happened before. Right. But. But the fact that it happened here it tells you everything, you know, it, uh, surrounding this issue that they wouldn't continue that merchandise line, even though there was money to be made, because I think they're kind of worried about kind of the kind of the uh, uh, maybe maybe the stigma that they might receive if they continue selling this merchandise.
1: No, By the way, know.
2: though, I um, you know, it's interesting you 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 say about that that timeline, Ethan. Um, I think the most analogous kind of. Uh, thing that we can kind of draw up to, to, to compare this overlay to when it comes to timelines and so forth um, is Maelstrom to Frozen Ever After. That was like two years that this was down for. And I can't think that Splash Mountain is going to be any faster than that. I mean, when Splash Mountain goes down, it's going to be down for a while. It might not be necessarily you know, based on like arbitrary timelines that they previously work on. I mean, it it, it it might go down any time,
1: right?
0: No, hundred percent. Every day that it's down, <laughs>
3: it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long process. Splash Mountain is is an is an extremely elaborate attraction, and they're gonna look. I mean, there's a lot going on with that ride. They're gonna want to get this right. Look, here's the thing too. Here's the thing too. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, well, maybe they won't re-theme it." But here's the problem if they don't retheme it at this point. Mm-hmm. Disney has sort of wrapped this whole thing up into like I said earlier, into mm-hmm. a social issue. If they don't do it, if you know then they're 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 in the soup even worse. like that's yeah. the, That's the problem, you know and like also know.
0: because like I said, the past two times I went there, even when we're just under reefer, people think it's already being transformed Princess and the Frog. So they can't back out now because I feel like so many people already think it's happening or going to happen.
3: Right. I mean, they'll never officially cancel it. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe, 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 maybe just kind of delayed, 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 delayed until mm-hmm. it just never happens. More it's a possibility. Land. But what happened at ChayPek with the Florida bill and the LGBTQ plus community i i don't know you guys I I, I I think he's looking for a win on that on that yeah, in, in he that.
1: can't he can't afford no more hiccups as to what's already on his plate right now and speaking yeah. of plates i just have to say that if this never comes to fruition of the the splash Mountain theme he's going to have to set up another dinner and we all know he has like how many dinners lined up for <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah man has dinners He's <laughs> gonna be you sitting know, up a dinner that, with
2: the shareholders, saying,
0: yeah, <laughs> Wastelands McCarthy is not gonna be too happy." Ah,
2: Christie yeah. Wastelands
0: McCarthy, easy, you got it. Easy? I'm telling you, it's
2: catching on, guys.
3: It's catching on.
0: Wastelands McCarthy, oh,
2: Wasteland
3: McCarthy. Yeah, tomorrow. Hey, tomorrow's a big day, you guys. Are you hyped? Are you hyped? The Q, the Q oh yeah, year, the quarter, oh, quarterly early. earnings.
0: Yeah, I think you guys, you gotta go live.
3: Yeah, maybe we, we want to go live. You got what what time is the quarterly earnings uh, tomorrow? Do you it's guys, Drake, right? you know, like that, uh, probably gonna be.
0: Is it one o'clock? It's usually is it one? Is it one EST? It's usually four, like four EST, so one. Yeah, th- oh, okay. Yeah, four o'clock Eastern, so like one o'clock California. market closes at one here, so probably at yeah, one one thirty ish. Fuck
3: man that's right when my fucking lunch ends. <laughs>
0: oh, <dang it. laughs>
1: and that's like, when I start work unfortunately.
2: If you want to yes. go live or do anything you know afterwards you know let me know but but it doesn't look like it's going to work out at that time. Yeah
3: probably not. Yeah I'm mm-hmm. I'm very curious. I'm very very curious.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm curious like. to see what the the stock is going to be on May 27th when Cosmic Rewind opens to the public and obi-wan kenobi premieres on disney plus Mm. yeah
3: well and and here's the other thing oh and dre i i called you last night bro but it was kind of late sure but here's the thing i want to tell you guys too this is a little bit of a wrench in the plans for disney Mm -hmm. sure they're kind of screwed tomorrow because the uh, supposedly what I heard is the inflation numbers come out tomorrow.
2: Oh, oh, no.
3: No. oh. No, no. even even, even, <laughs> even if Disney <laughs> has like a banger quarter, which I really do believe they will have, I really have that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, those inflation numbers are gonna really mitigate their their earnings. I Well
2: think. and you know those inflation numbers are gonna be now sorry, Theme Park Wizard. I don't mean to get into politics too much, but you know <laughs> well, we gotta say it because of right, the voice of Disney. It. Okay. Here's the, here's the problem, okay? Uh Biden is talking about inflation now. He's talking about inflation now, even though we're on the eve of maybe a historic Supreme Court decision, right? You know, But he's talking about inflation. That means that inflation is going to be bad. Those CPI numbers are going to be... <laughs> that, that's not going to be good, right? So the stock might go down anyway. But the real big determiner for me, the, the, the big thing I'm interested most in, is going to be the subscriber numbers. What do those subscriber numbers going to be like? Because there have been some... You know there there have been some efforts in order to in order to get uh people uh, namely people uh you know maybe able... exactly right <laughs> there there's been an effort to get people to cut the cord when it comes to Disney, and Disney plus. And, and I want to know whether or not those efforts are successful. I don't think they will be, I don't even, maybe they might even be, might not even be reflecting in the numbers, but if those numbers are anything less than stellar, I mean, we might see another Netflix thing and, right. and, and that's kind of the concern.
1: Do you think they should have moved Obi-Wan Kenobi to a different date or was that more their plan of, having it after the fact of this particular quarterly earnings to kind of see if people will keep their subscription for Obi-Wan Kenobi as to opposed to already having it started think, before the quarterly I earnings are they released.
0: they wanted to, uh, whatchamacallit, also give space to Doctor Strange, you know, to, you know, right? Yeah. A week after they want to give a few weeks. So I, I think,
2: that. I think the idea is to have a major release on Disney plus every single quarter right. and I, th- I think this this quarter needed it. So i I, I think they positioned it fine uh, but it, it you know, it's just gonna be, it's it's going to be interesting to see if the company's efforts and their thought process when it comes to those release windows and so forth are, are, are going to equal out to a good quarter. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, this one, I, and it's got people divided. Some people think it's going to be really, really good. Then some people yeah. think it's not going to be so, so good. April was a horrific month for the companies. So it's going to be really
3: interesting to see. Well, and here's the thing, too. A lot of the Wall Street um, experts and analysis are like, oh well, you know what? Netflix had a really bad quarter, therefore Disney will have a bad quarter because of Disney Plus. But you know what? That might not necessarily pan out because you have to also have to remember our friend of the channel, Alia. Uh, she sent me an email actually saying how like a lot of people are actually actually leaving Netflix to go to Disney Plus and like I think even Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. So. That the, the loss you're seeing for Netflix might be them jumping ship from Netflix and going to a Disney Plus. Yes, but but Dre, you brought up a great point mm-hmm. where there is this contingent, this political aspect of this whole thing where conservatives are like, "No, we're going to cancel our D Plus because a woke Disney." Mm-hmm. That's an element of this whole equation, and that's that's going to be a big part of it too. So I'm super. Super curious what those numbers are because it can go really either way. And,
2: and here's the thing, the the guy who broke the, you know, reimagine tomorrow kind of uh program, right? And the videos that came with it and so forth, Christopher Rufo, he's actually part of an effort, a campaign to get, you know, people who have seen his work, who have seen these things go viral and so forth, to cut their Disney Plus subscriptions. And I just gotta mm. wonder whether or not that's gonna be successful. You know, is this is this kind of noise that we've been hearing? Is it actually going to generate into something tangible? I, I, I'm I'm really not sure, and that's why I'm I'm most interested in those. Now I will say, you know, as opposed to Netflix, and here's the other thing too. So Netflix is not as nearly as diversified as as um, Disney when it comes mm-hmm. to. Their, their industries that they're in, their entertainment properties, their their uh, you know theme park divisions and so forth. I mean they're 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 everywhere. Whereas Netflix is namely a uh, a streaming outlet, right? Or you know a studio. That creates content for that and so forth, but it's interesting, you know. We did have a fluff piece recently on 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 the theme park division just recently, just on the eve of these numbers, and that might be a signal to Wall Street to go, hey, look, guys, don't be so necessarily, uh, don't necessarily be so, t- you know, uh, uh, you know, one, uh, what is it, um, tunnel vision. Like, yeah, yeah, on on just the subscriber numbers. Disney itself as an entity is very diversified in terms of its investments and in its portfolio. Right. And so remember to take those things into account. Looks like.
3: Yeah. Well, that's,
1: no, that's what they were. That's what they were saying. Like from the get when JPEG had announced to say, you know, there was going to be. um, The main focus was going to be for the streaming service and for Disney plus. And I think at the time it was the right route to take. But now that things are starting to reopen back up, the parks are in full swing. The crowds are coming back. I think they need to stop leaning just more towards, uh, the streaming service as being their, their, uh, their crutch, sort of speak to hold up those numbers. I think they need to start looking more into, uh, the going back through the parks. And I was actually having a conversation earlier with, uh, uh Brandon uh Muir that uh, is friend of uh Orange Grove 55's uh M- channel Ma- Matthew Muir Matthew sorry not Brandon sorry Matthew <laughs> <laughs> I know a Brandon and a Matthew Muir so, <laughs> I don't know two so. there you go uh uh Matthew I was having a conversation with him uh and I had mentioned that I think more so that they are going to lean into uh looking more into the parks rather than the, the streaming service. And I think that's where they're going to kind of switch roles a little bit. I feel in time. Oh yeah.
2: Oh, well, I mean, and, and look at, in terms of, you know, going heavy, heavily into streaming and making that uh, foundational part of your business it was great for market capture right during the events of 2020 and beyond, right. When everybody was locked down, it was great for picking up subscribers and so forth like that. But as things open up, as markets open up and as, 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 you know, things that are tangible that people that can actually go to start becoming more and more available, people are going to be looking towards those experiences. Mm-hmm. And I think JPEG made the right call in like, Hey, you know, let's have this, you know, be on the platform and, and maybe, you know, maybe steer away from that a little bit when it comes to temples, uh, you know, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness, I think, is a right. good example of of making the right call, getting that in the theaters and kind of, you know, capitalizing on that uh, and that end as well. I think the honeymoon phase of the streaming, you know, thing is, is kind of over. I, obviously, the streaming wars are still going to, you know, play a role, but but, um, you know, it's got to be weighted, uh, uh out, you know, um, when you have these these other um, revenue streams opening up.
3: No, I, you know I 100% agree and I am totally team stream. Look, I am a I am a to, I'm totally a Scarlet Witch stan. Woo!
0: WandaVision. WandaVision.
3: Yeah, I want to see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness so bad. And believe me, if Disney put that on Disney Plus as a premier access, they would have had my 30 bucks already, okay? but I'm not into the theaters. but here's the thing. And Dre is absolutely right. The The streaming honeymoon is over. It's now either put up or shut up kind of moment, right? It's a come to Jesus kind of moment. Now with these streaming services, it's no longer good enough just to exist. You have to perform. And now there's a lot of competition and the king of all streamers. Netflix is like drowning, right? It, it's, over.
1: It's, it's over. It's absolutely over. But there is one other aspect that you had mentioned, OG, way back um, before theaters were even reopened. And now that they are reopened, that you're starting to see those heavy-hitting films that can eat up the crowds and break the box office results how they used to. and. As you had mentioned about like chick flicks and you know, like uh D Oh
3: man, George you're getting toxic on us,
1: man. You're getting toxic yeah. mail on us.
0: Oh. <laughs> Cancel <Chick laughs> yes, <or> George again.
1: <laughs> so you're gonna, gonna get canceled, George. Yeah, I'm watch it now. I know it, I am, I, I can feel it. But <laughs> uh like here. as you had mentioned, no one is gonna really pay that amount of money to All go right. to a theater. To see those kind of movies anymore, but when right. you have Star Wars and Marvel and even, I hate to say it, like I mean Pixar even falls into that category with chick flicks. I'm sorry because they <laughs> haven't really found the right now. I can't really say the same thing for Lightyear. I, I have I like high say, hopes. I was
0: gonna say like Toy Story stuff. I that can draw. Yeah, like, I think like, I like, think Lightyear
1: may me. be a comeback for. For yeah. Pixar, but... It like turning red. You can
0: put that on Disney.
1: And then, of course, with the... <laughs> and then, of course, with uh, the new Avatar film coming yeah. out in December, I feel yeah. like those are the movies that you're going to get people to go into the theaters, and those are the ones that are really going <laughs> to So that's where I feel the streaming service is going to suffer in that instance, because even if you were to ha- add a brand-new film onto... Disney Plus. If it does not appease to the audience to say, hey, I'll give my extra $30 for that, then it, at the end, it's not going to matter. Well, yeah. And thinking of, sorry, some
0: theaters um, and streaming things, mm. theaters, I personally wow. So I saw Doctor Strange twice. Once in a standard thing and then once yesterday in 40X. And the Seats were moving, there's fog and smoke. It was super cool. Nice. After that, I realized I feel like every single theater should be outfitted with only premium screens. Dolby, IMAX, no standard yeah. anymore. Because why do you want to pay theater prices are increasing like 15 20 bucks. 20 wants Once they'll see a standard 2D thing in a regular movie theater, you need a Dolby, an IMAX. You can see these big, especially the big blockbusters like Avatar, Marvel, Star yeah. Wars going to be in theaters. You don't want to go and see a non-premium theater, for pay all that money to go and sit in a standard theater for that. I feel I really feel like if theaters want to keep up. They should retrofit every single theater, even if they had to go smaller, and make premium theaters. Because wow, the moving the 40x versus the 2D it's quite a difference.
2: And it's actually what we're seeing from a multiverse of madness. Interestingly enough, I I, I was reading some reports that that. Uh overwhelmingly people chose to see Multiverse of Madness on a premium screen in a premium mm-hmm. setting, right? I think the average uh, price per ticket was almost $13, which is huge because the mm-hmm. average ticket price of Doctor Strange originally back in, I think, 2016 now uh, was like $8. So mm-hmm. that moved up considerably. Obviously, there was inflation involved and, and stuff like that, but but the fact that people are moving towards a more premium experience, I agree with you, uh, uh, Ethan. I think... I think you you know you're going to have to change to a model that's a little bit more, a little bit more premium, uh, in order to to accompany these kind of premium experience films. But uh, mm-hmm. OG, you had something to say?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: No, it, well, we talked about it the other day, Dre, on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Avatar. Uh, I think it's called the way of the way of way of the, the way water. of water.
1: Yeah. The way of yeah. water.
3: Hey, do not underestimate James Cameron. This guy. It, Man, he, he 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 kills it every single time. The, the dude is, is a genius, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing with James Cameron is that this, this Avatar movie is coming out, I believe, in December of 2022. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie could completely resurrect the 3D theater going experience. We don't know, but James Cameron, don't underestimate the guy. And if 3D comes back, Oh my God. You're talking that that that's a huge moneymaker for theaters. Massive yeah. moneymaker. They can charge a, a premium rate to go to the theater. 3d is much more expensive than just a regular film. Yes. Um, That changes the game for theaters dramatically. And I'm telling you right now with this avatar movie, it's been the talk of the town. I've seen it on social media. Yeah. Everyone is fucking talking about this avatar movie. It looks gorgeous. It, it really does. Uh, yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. yes if, if that kind of if that triggers a 3d revolution like it did the first time in 20, 2009 theaters are going to be in a much better position i'm telling you right now that that's going to change the game
0: significantly and- all i'm saying is after i saw the avatar tra- trailer choice i want to fly right to pandora and animal kingdom it looked so gorgeous but the 3D wow. now like the way it is on the, the screen. Look sure. like you can just touch the water. Look, like they're swimming with them. I was like, oh, "Wow!" At least like I was watching a nature documentary, and I'm—I was about to book my ticket to Disney World. Disney World is gonna—I wouldn't be surprised if Pandora got a nice little uptick because it looks. I boring. think it might.
1: I think well, it might. Well, we were having a—we were having a brief discussion on our uh, DMs um, with uh, Mister uh, Ranking the Mouse. Uh, that we were talking about uh the possibility that you know if this film moving forward with the, the the next three sequels after it could this potentially lead to future expansion for pandora at animal kingdom
2: yeah i mean and that's the interesting thing about that because it was actually james cameron who's been telling disney no when it comes to a Pandora expansion because he was like, hey, look, I've got more films coming out. I'm going to have more material from which to pull from. Let's wait <laughs> for those things to come out and then let's talk about the sequels later. Or, 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 sorry, the expansions later. So, I mean, that that's kind of an interesting conversation, but no, oh gee, you know, with the 3D thing. I mean, in the consumer market, there is no streaming service that offers 3D. I don't think, no. I, I can't think of one. And as far but, as consumer, you know, tech and stuff like that, I mean, TVs don't even offer it now because it's just kind of a, you know, it's kind of a niche thing, right? You know, it's 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 just not really. It, so so there's a hole there that could be exploited if Avatar Two decides to go that route, and and only you can only get that. Experience at a theater. It's a very interesting thing. Now, I know that theaters were going to experiment with variable pricing. Uh, now, um,
0: some theaters like AMC has been charging Dr. Strange higher than other movies,
2: higher than other. Yeah. And, and that would be the only thing I'd say that would, that could maybe make use of those smaller screens and make use for those smaller films. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think honestly, it's gonna now, going to be temple.
1: Now this may be an ignorant question, but I don't know how it is on the opposite side of the coast. Do you guys have matinee mm-hmm. pricing? We, some
0: theaters do my <laughs> do here. $5 Tuesdays and $5 for 11. Oh, okay. Like
1: yeah, that. see, because if you go any time before, uh, before I think like five o'clock, uh, that's the matinee time. So it's mm-hmm. $8 for adults, six fifty for a uh, child.
2: We have that even with our premium screens. So, okay.
0: Yeah,
2: interesting. And, and I
3: don't go to the theaters. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Team stream there. <laughs> Man. although i would orange grove suggest going i think the nearest to you is north hollywood north hollywood regal has a 40x theater i should be seeing one movie in there it's pretty cool it's something you gotta try like one time yes <laughs> so cool That's
3: and, pretty and, good. I, I, I definitely want to check out dr strange because Man, like I like I said before, I'm a huge Wanda fan, and I'm hearing this is basically like a Wanda movie. It's like, a I mean, Wanda.
1: I, I'm just going to tell you right now, with without not giving no spoilers, they might as well should have just called it Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness. I'll just say, I'll just say they that
0: should have. And you stole me on it. it. I mean, <laughs> I'll tell you something. The movie is like this. Is the pg-13 and like r oh, is like right there <laughs> right there i mean my friend came out of the movie last night she goes was that made at R? am like no it's pg-13 and she goes how i'm like oh, is it is crazy. i i say out of all the
1: marvel marvel films thus far that one is the most edgiest darker it really
0: is and role. i'd probably say it's the first one that like if i had a little kid i'd like
1: i even had a little bit of a not fully but i also had like a little bit of like van helsing vibes like going through <laughs>
2: that's, that's,
1: that's crazy, interesting man. yeah no i i'm
3: very very curious about this movie i i'm probably gonna make my way out to the theater hell i saw the i saw the i saw the batman in theaters i gotta see i gotta oh, see gee. you
2: gotta represent your girl you
3: gotta you, gotta represent the, one. One.
0: you I saw the batman in theaters this is better than that you gotta see wandavision (laughs) in theaters and that's right i'm calling it wandavision from now on let's do it let's do it very cool what new ventures do you see disney getting into like another time the metaverse any new thing any futuristic new thing business like cotino you see them venturing out into any other cool things like that
1: I'm still waiting on that. uh, What is it? Like the the black box sort of virtual reality type thing. Like if they were going to do something, anything for Tomorrowland, they could have even done something like that in there. But
2: you know, OG, didn't we talk about the, the uh, prospect? Okay. Yeah. You go, you go and do it. We did. No, me, me, me
3: me and me and Dre had a, had a whole conversation about this on the phone about the metaverse and stuff. And Mm -hmm. This is the thing with the metaverse, man. Like, I think, like, I don't know. I think it's kind of overhyped. Like, I think it's sort of like the, the new thing, and so people are kind of like overhyping it. Bob Iger is all in on it. He's like on the board for this. Like, well, then it meta. must be good. <laughs> <laughs> well, even even Bob Chapek though is all in on it. So, it's I don't know. It's
0: the them. worst thing ever. <laughs> I don't know.
3: But, you know, there's a lot There's a lot of talk about, like, the metaverse and stuff. And, like, I don't know, man. I think it's kind of, like, right now, I feel like it's – look, it looks really cool. But I think it's kind of a niche market. I don't know if it's going to go, like, the way of, like, the laser discs or, like, you know, VR. Like, all the stuff, like, that was so – promising back in the 90s and early 2000s that never really came about i kind of feel like that's where the metaverse is kind of at you know i think elements of the metaverse might come into play in the future but i think that what they're proposing right now i don't know I, i i i really don't i don't know how how sellable it is to the general public like is a look for a gamer yes they're all down for that but is a family of five Going to really sit together on a couch with, with VR goggles <laughs> and do this? I don't. I don't really think
2: they are. This is weird. What do you think, Dre? Where were you at with this, brother? No, I, I agree with you. I mean, look, listen. You know, uh look. You know, they're falling in the same trap that other VR pioneers have before. Oh, as soon as the you know visors get lighter, right? The technology gets better. The screens get clear we're going to have this widespread adoption and we just haven't seen it. And VR right now is pretty good, you know, but we haven't seen the widespread adoption that we were expecting. Now, of course, you know, the, the products coming out of Facebook, previously Facebook now meta, right. Are doing, you know, pretty well, but again, I'm not seeing the widespread adoption that was once promised. And, and honestly, you know, thinking about this now, it's like, I think the future for this kind of meta or virtual reality space, right. Is not necessarily, a a virtual reality that's 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 constructed that you jump into and escape into right it's probably going to be more of a layered experience and on top of the reality we currently inhabit that you can't escape from you know that's probably (laughs) what it's actually going to be and 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 that that's kind of where i see the industry going i mean right now you know people are already kind of like you know, they they already kind of have this kind of uh, uh, uneasiness when it comes to the, the their reliance on devices as we currently see them, right? But what if some company comes up and says, "Hey, look, we can get rid of your screen. You just put on some AR goggles, right? And and you can be away from your screen and and and, and you can have this 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 experience that it that that." You know, takes in kind of like a Google Lens almost that takes in information that you would have seen on your phone, but lay, you know layers it uh, out in the reality that you experience today. I mean, that that's probably more likely what's going to happen. So I you know the metaverse. I don't know, man. I just don't see it working.
3: Right, mm-hmm. Mr. But, Family
1: Man. What do you think, yeah, man? The metaverse, man. man. What, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I I think it's more so the fact, just like how we were talking about with Tomorrowland and future world as part of epcot and a lot of that it those issues it's when you're dealing with the topic of you know the future and the the way of tomorrow i think technology is moving at a much rapid pace than we ever anticipated so by the time something were to come out and be perfected in that notion it's like then you're on to the next thing you know right. there's a new fad it's a new type of technology and it constantly keeps on getting Upgraded and updated, and it's like even with our phones, it's like I remember getting the Apple iPhone 12, and then like two days later, it comes 13. It's like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and here here's an interesting point, George. You you bring up a fantastic point about the perception of the future. It's like you know, you guys. I remember watching Back to the Future Part Two. Mm-hmm as a kid and i was looking at like the year 2015 and i was like in, i was like in awe over this like flying cars hoverboards all this cool shit i was like wow this is dope and then 2015 comes around and none like aesthetically let's mm. be let's be honest aesthetically 2015 doesn't look that much different than 1985 it really doesn't if you walk down you know like a city or a residential area aesthetically Looks pretty much the same. The only thing that's changed is information, like right, the internet and the exchange of information. Cars yeah. don't fly. They don't look that super dope. I'd even argue that the cars of the 1950s look doper and cooler than the cars now. I mean, they totally do. Yeah. It what, the aesthetics of, of this world that, that that you know really haven't changed is the information exchange that's really changed. So that's interesting, George, that you bring that up because it really is like kind of like a. Risk, like the perception versus versus the reality the future could be totally different you know it could be something totally different than what we're kind of perceiving now and and that's kind of where we're at you know it it, it will probably come down to that
2: you know it, it's interesting cuz you know when you talk about that seeing back to the future too with the with 2015 yeah. uh you know looking uh speaking for the the designers of that whole uh, that whole kind of future, they based a lot of that off of kind of Asian, Japanese-inspired culture and Japanese-inspired ideas because wow. the idea back then was, well, the Japanese are going to overtake us in terms of economy, in terms of all this kind of stuff. And so they're going to be a new world economic pattern. We had to, yeah, exactly. We had to integrate some of the designs in here, right? But that just tells you the mindset of, of where the future they thought was going to go. You even get a reference of it in actually Back to the Future 3 where he's like, oh, look, it's made in Japan. It's like, what are you talking about? The best stuff's made in Japan, right? Um, so, but 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 look, the you know the you know the company that got it right. I think myself personally, the company that got the future right, I think it was Disney, and I think it was in the form of Spaceship Earth the whole Ooh, thing yeah. right there was communication and the power of communication and how communications passed down and what it could mean for the future really? and the whole core, right? Uh, that was a big deal. And, and like, I remember going to Epcot, you know, as a kid and, and, and seeing like a video phone, I was like, Oh my God, that, that'd be so insane. Right. Like, I can't even imagine that. And now you kind of have that. Now it doesn't have right. the widespread adoption as maybe the phone did back at its time, right. but you know, it's, yeah, like you said, you know, the future—it's this kind of changing hey, uh, goalpost. But, but you know, some people get it right, some people get it wrong. Well, you said and you provides. said it
3: right, Dre. When it, when you same when you when you said Disney got it right. What mm. movie was a Disney movie? Well, te- technically, Touchstone Pictures, mm. but Dick Tracy, and they had the watch. the Apple watches, long before the Apple Watch was even a thing. Right? You talking to your watch? Mm. It was Dick Tracy back in the early
2: '90s. There
1: it is. Go ahead, George. I- No, I was just going to say, and that's the one point that we didn't discuss about Epcot was uh, the future, no pun intended, of uh, Spaceship Earth. And honestly, for me, I think that was a blessing in disguise that the the change, the upgrade for Spaceship Earth um, didn't happen when it did. Because I kind of would like that to prolong as much as possible because – I mean, I know we got a little bit of what it's going to be. We're now we're supposed to be following this light and it's supposed to be taking us on a journey for like a newer type of age of technology. But I love how it actually resonates back to the beginning of time, the Stone Age time, uh, the Roman times. It like takes us all the way through those pinnacle points of human history. And for me, I would like to keep that as long as possible.
3: So so you don't want to see it start with like the caveman times and end with like Stark Industries is
0: what you're saying George? <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget the appearance by Peter Quill. He knows he's flying to the Wonder of Xana film He's gonna be his ship going right through there. Yeah, there yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: hmm. you go. Visited like, Epcot as a kid, don't you know? <laughs> you
0: know he knows all the rides exactly by their names too. Do.
2: <laughs> yeah, precisely by their names. Right?
0: <laughs> he's the biggest fan. <laughs> and
2: look, I th- I think Bob chapek is a t- is attached to this metaverse idea yeah. because I think NFTs are involved. Let's just be honest here i mean i think that idea excites him and i think that's why he's kind of saying this kind of stuff but honestly i think it's the wrong play or at least if you are going to dabble in that world don't invest huge amounts of money for sure i think disney plus is you know a a better play and 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 maybe broadening out maybe maybe getting into video gaming maybe you know they always go through their cycles
1: so so, might be smarter so Dre, you're saying that it's not a good idea to pull another seventy billion dollars worth of stock out. You know, what? let's not. You know, let's not
2: pull a Zuckerberg and get too invested in this. <laughs> now,
0: I have a question for anyone because I get I asked this so many times and I get no answers. What is an NFT? And don't say non-refundable token. What is it? I just need it's like a picture that I can buy for some reason. Or yeah, it's reason. so it's a digital
2: asset that you can buy or acquire that is blockchained to only that item, right? So instead of like uh like a digital asset that you would find in like, I don't know, a video game or something, right? Where everybody's got a copy of those assets. An NFT is 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 your Card or your yeah. item or your whatever that Why exists in a digital space of yours. <laughs> uh, I I I guess there. Are, I don't know. I I um. I, I'm so I guess it, it depends on the virtual world that you're in, uh, and you can go through that process. Uh, look, listen. I'm trying to, you know, get on board with this stuff too, but it's I, it's weird. I'm
0: so like, for example, in this on uh, the the arena that shall not be named I'm going to call it Staples Center change names to Staples Center <laughs> they gave me a free NFT because I was part of their Staples Center's program and I don't know what to do with it. I don't even know where to find it, how to use it, what to do with it Why? I don't that. even know
1: what the fuck you're talking about it's like <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so weird I don't get it oh man I know, dude like, it's- yeah, I know. it's
2: And look, look as a gamer. I mean, all all these uh, all these uh, companies like Ubisoft and everybody else are pitching this whole thing. Oh, NFTs are going to change your industry. I'm like, can you just create a good game?
0: Like that's all I want. Like
2: just (laughs) just do what you do, do it well. Why do you got to follow trends?
0: Come on. Well, well, that's kind of you. Better not make the currency at Disney parks NFTs only. (laughs) Yeah, exactly
3: right 100
2: percent, and that's
3: kind of, a great point great great segue in what i was going to say actually in regards mm. to like video games and disney mm-hmm. parks in that they're kind of following the same trajectory unfortunately like i used to love video games i used to fucking love video games when i was a kid yeah growing up in the 80s i was addicted to nintendo super nintendo i even got into the n64 sega genesis game gear all that stuff I started to lose interest around the time of the PlayStation when they started to like incorporate like these micro microtrans- transactions. Oh, no. no, no, right, no. you got to buy memory. No. I
0: just like to yeah. buy the game and that's it.
3: Right, I want to buy the game. I bought like in the 1980s. I bought Zelda, and that was that was the end of it. I bought it and <laughs> I owned it, and that was the end of it. But then, with the mid '90s, you bought a game, and that was not the end of it. You got to buy memory. You got to buy this. You got to buy that. You got
1: to, you know. And it, it became drama. And that's and how, how was- you look at it now. Now you got to buy digitally. Oh, you got to buy a starter pack, and then you got to buy right. the accessories to that starter pack. Then the the you got to buy. Yeah, then you got to buy accessories. Right. It's like you might as well should just go out and buy a freaking Barbie and Ken. It's like, <laughs> well, it's like
2: hey. it's the FIFA mindset. I don't know if you, any of you guys have seen uh, this video game franchise FIFA, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's all about you know these kind of loot boxes, microtransactions kind of model that has made these you know uh, these are billion dollar enterprises now, and right. everybody and their mothers wanting to you know. Uh, wanted to get in on that and we're seeing these kind of microtransactions at the parks interestingly enough so to a guy like Shapebag that
1: idea is extremely attractive okay yeah. so, so let me ask you fellas this as far as like with the metaverse and like the video gaming and the technology and everything what do you see becoming of the play pavilion at epcot
0: i oh. know <laughs> uh, the play pavilion you're going to have to pay to enter pay to pl- walk around <laughs> pay to play the games Mm. Pay to and then leave. Pay to
3: exit. Well, that's the thing, Ethan. That's the thing. They, they, they only gave you part of the name. It's the pay
2: to play pavilion. <laughs> oh, oh, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. No, look. You know, it's interesting. We we. I mean, I thought it was still on the table, but now you're seeing these. Uh, I guess the Mickey and friend meet and greets are going to be in Communicore Hall now, which was going to be a major component of the play pavilion previously, and now it's like, is the play pavilion still going forward? They've installed, well, you know, it was supposed items to be in, in
1: there—the the Wonders of Life Pavilion,
2: right? And Correct. they rehab that whole building, and they've installed stuff in there, but it's, you know, in this latest Epcot oh. announcement, there's it's nowhere there to stuff. be found. Yeah, it's still coming.
0: Mentioned. They're just figure out ways to upcharge everything. So then, ah, there you great go. Experience.
2: Perfect. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Well, stuff. hey, It'll if you're
0: Play Plus Pavilion.
2: when you're waiting around for your lightning lane or your boarding pass or whatever, you're going to want to stop and, you know, play somewhere (laughs) right next door to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Go in the play pavilion and go in there and we'll microtransaction you that way.
0: Get your NFTs, get
2: your NFTs.
3: Oh, gosh,
0: please, no. (laughs) Speaking of the uh, lightning lane, since we're paying for it now, there's, what do you guys think? Do you think they should raise the price to be like you know Six Flags flash Pass, Universal Express, like more expensive, so not as many people will buy it, so the line won't be as long as the standby line, yeah. or or what? What do you think? Well, well, Dre, you actually made that exact
3: point in in one of the videos on my channel. Go ahead and 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 kind of yeah. My your...
2: my personal belief is is that. You know, when Josh G. Morrow makes a quote like this exceeds our expectations, he ain't lying. I mean, <laughs> Genie Plus has seen it in. An amazing and incredible adoption, but it's been to the detriment of everybody else, you know, involved. Exactly. Um, I mean, the only one benefiting is Disney, you know, what do you, what do you know? But, <laughs> but, but, no, I mean, it's it's just too accessible. And you see, Disneyland Paris, they're wanting to do like a 90 euro thing mm-hmm. where you know it's going to be very similar to Genie Plus, and you can only imagine, you know, that's the kind of uh, you know, maybe the mindset and philosophy of this thing going forward. Right now, it's just it's, it's too many people can access it, and it really is playing havoc with all kinds of you know uh, you know, uh, you know uh, operational realities that these parks have to contend with. I mean, you're seeing lightning lanes, uh, you know, uh, emissions going out the door, you know, c- going across uh, going across places that they never really envisioned because so many people are on the program. I think they do need to limit it, either a hard cap or make it inaccessible by a higher price point. I I, I think that's. Yeah. That's the. That's they, obvious.
0: They seem to want to get as many people on there as possible, and you know, I'll tell you, it's working because my friend, who went for my birthday, she hates Disney. I changed her mind. She just thinks it's okay now. That's the <laughs> goal. But <laughs> that, we're in line for Raiders Springs Racers, right? And it really wasn't that long. It was like sixty minutes, but the like line itself wasn't that long. But there was the times for like for several minutes. I say up to maybe nearly twenty minutes. We didn't move like a foot or an inch. And I said, you know, but then the lightning lane. It was like. 302 and then lightning was like 305. I'm like, oh, but look, Camille, for 30, three minutes, you can just hop on over that line if you want to spend 12 bucks. She's like, yeah, let's do it. So it's working, but it's terrible. <laughs> well, oh, we yeah. Lightning for rise and well, I wasn't that anyway, but rise and cars. I wasn't planning to do cars, but we really were not moving. Like, even I, I like lines, I don't mind lines. But even I was like, wait a second, this is like, this is is a little too long. We're not, we're not like, we're going backwards almost.
3: Well, we went through, I went through the same thing with, with my, with my fiance a few weeks ago, we were in line for smuggler's run and we were stuck in that line and not moving at all. Mm -hmm. And I turned to her and I'm like, did it break down? (laughs) Like what's going on? But it really didn't because they were letting the lightning lane people through. Mm Like just they did. They, they were only like they were zero. They were oh, like zero yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. Only on them, and they were letting them through. Letting them through. Letting them through. Letting them through. And yeah, we're know, like half,
0: half an hour. over there. This is, this is a lucrative <laughs> customers coming out of here.
2: I mean, the I mean, and you guys aren't wrong. The ratios that I've been hearing, I mean, I've been hearing. I mean, previously it was like eighty to one or whatever. I'm hearing one hundred to one, one hundred and ten to one, one hundred and twenty to one. Hundred people before one person the standby yeah. moves. I mean, that's a lot. That's that's not gonna be.
0: That's not gonna be pleasant. And by the no. way, when we went, when we paid, where it took to get go out of line and go get on into our car. To, five minutes where we never stopped walking i was like wow she's like yeah this is great i'm like but if you really
1: but if you really think about it yes it, it, it is one of those things where it's like okay because we now have to pay for individual attractions yes for us it stinks because we're so used to having that free fast pass option for disney it's a gold mine but if you really stop and you think that if you really want to have an enjoyable experience that if you're already going to be forking out the money anyway, people pay six to $8 for one cup of coffee at Starbucks. Right. And it's like, if you're going to do that, you know, it's going to go, you know, in your system, in your bladder, you piss it out 15 minutes later, (laughs) you might as well put out the $12 to go ride a ride. No, you're right.
0: right. Raise it up to the universal express, at least 75, something where, you know, if you, you really, that way you, you get what you pay for. You're not understanding. Right. The line. Right. And it's interesting. Dollars. You can go not universal express. You can do the shows, you know, the rides. you just walk right in for the most part. But now
1: when you mentioned about the universal express, cause I actually had some issues with that as far as you over did. here in Orlando. Oh yeah. Because I was getting the package and I thought I'll just add that on mm-hmm. to, to my package. It would have cost an extra $3,000 <laughs> to add the express for a week. Oh, that is like a whole nother package that I could have spent at Walt Disney. That with. is a lot. So when, uh, when people say, it? Oh, okay. just, and it, it can benefit you. Right. but They also told me that Hagrid's and Velocicoaster wasn't even part of that. And I'm like, Oh hell, if I'm going to do <laughs> that, I might as well should just stand in the regular basic line. Yeah.
3: Well, and that's the thing, and that's the thing that I've been saying all along is that when you, when you really when you take a microscope to the other companies, like because yeah. everyone's got zero in zeroed in on Disney, everyone's watching them like a hawk. But when you when you do the same when you apply the same kind of scrutiny to Universal, they're not that much different. You guys, Comcast is a mega multinational conglomerate they're just as fucking greedy as disney they don't they're not your friend they're not trying to like just do you a charity they're just as much in it for the money as disney and Mm -hmm. like george mentioned it they're honestly the same you know yeah, i mean though,
1: i will say to all you listening and watching out there for every specialty starbucks drink that you buy for each boba ball that you suck through your paper straw <laughs> you just think that's one attraction down that you could have been riding at disney
0: right it's but here's be- just like Mar- disney is kind of like dc where they all get the hate and the yeah fashion. and then marvel is like all the other places, where they, say, oh, it's okay. Universal give them a pass. it's okay. We just give them a pass, even though they made you the same things. It's so kind it's of funny
3: that way. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. And and here's the thing too. As a local, I'm not gonna pay for Lightning Lane. Like I'm a big I'm a big Disney shill, right? I don't. I, I'll admit it but I'm not going to pay to go on any attraction. I really don't care. I go to the park all the time. I can, mm-hmm. I can skip big thunder or rise of the resistance this visit. I don't really care. Now, if I can, if I, if I'm, if I'm with people that are like doing like a once in a lifetime visit, oh yeah, I'm going to pay for rise of the resistance. I'll, I'll just mm-hmm. show up 20 bucks. Why not? You know, fuck it. But yeah, it's all depends on your experience. You know, like all of us here are, are pretty like frequent visitors. So for us, it doesn't really feel worth it. But man, for that once in a lifetime, you're coming from Japan and it's your one time to
2: go to Disneyland. Yeah,
3: you're going to pay it. Why not? I you mean, I talk,
2: talked about it before, but I mean, look, listen, you know, when you have an annual pass and you're spreading that out through a, you know, a whole year or whatever, you know. Whatever, whatever your arrangement might be, that doesn't necessarily hit you the same way as if you're paying per, you know, per, per ticket per day or whatever. And now you're talking about, hey, it's, you know, it's 100, 150 just to walk in the door. You're talking about maybe $15 per hour average just to stand in the park. So it's like, well, when you're offered, hey, skip the line for 20 bucks. It's like, well, now I'm making money kind of thing. Right. So it's, right. It, you know it's another it's a different economic investment when you're looking at it from that standpoint versus annual pass holder. You know, that's for some people that makes a lot of sense. Now there yeah. I do
1: know that there are certain I don't know if they still exist today, there are certain amusement parks that require you that you have to buy individual tickets. For specific attractions, or I should yeah, say, um, buy a number of tickets. Yeah, like, um, and if you buy just to say twenty tickets, uh, and there's a specific ride that says, "Okay, for six tickets you can ride this," so you give them six yeah. tickets out of the twenty, or this. Mm-hmm. requires two tickets to ride this so it's like yeah it does like, like vash is like looking at me like what the fuck are you talking about yeah no, I, I, they, I, I, they have existed i don't know if they still he, exist today Talking yeah. about like
2: a state fair?
0: No, no, <laughs> <basically> <laughs> like a fair but the adventure dome in vegas has that you can just pay per ride or you can just buy an all-day wristband but thing.
1: but the caveat to that was you didn't pay for park admission Right. You just pay yeah. for the tickets to yeah. get adventure on up, the rides. Yeah,
0: adventure. You just walk right in, and you just, you just walk out, or <laughs> you pay for the thing. That but was yeah. the
2: idea for DCA. If they if they yeah. wasn't going to get you know, <laughs> you see, I told the story before. If they weren't able to get the you know funding required or get the approvals required for uh, to redo DCA, one of the other you know uh, other ideas was hey, make California Adventure this kind of you know f- free entry, so to speak. And then have everything ticketed on the back end. I mean, That was right. the idea there.
3: It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. You know, man, here's the thing. Like I, I kind of agree like with universal on this. Cause universal is more expensive for that mm-hmm. lightning lane. I know they call it something else, but that same kind express of pass, experience
1: I express express
3: pass. pass. Yep. I, I agree with them. I think you should charge more. You make it, ex- you make it super exclusive. Yeah, and then it then it really is value because yeah, you're paying more, but you, you're getting on these rides like in five
0: and, minutes. but also it uh, includes every I do how like includes everything, like the shows at like Waterworld and Wax you just pop right in there. So right shows no. and rides, and you just but it's like a, a super expensive price, but you get to like walk on everything and if you get the unlimited it was as much as you want. And so I think the much, standby would is very much express uh, benefit from that. So and okay. Hollywood Express is like additional, usually on the busiest days, it kind of varies. On the busiest days, it's one fifty for the one per time, and then three hundred for the unlimited. And you know, people buy the unlimited because I just so, go round around so around. three. Round, round,
1: so round. it's three
0: hundred per person plus the ticket of like one twenty nine. So it's like really four hundred twenty nine dollars if you were to do okay. per person for the unlimited. And that's
1: and that's just for one day.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> the pass for five twenty nine. Then your express comes with the if you have a pass holder. Cool. So, as
2: and unattractive that, as that might seem, if Disney moved to that kind of model, standby would be, I mean, far more efficient than it is now.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, now, sure. now that would probably benefit to get an annual pass and have the express attached to it because you're paying yeah. that one time, and right. then depending on how many times you go, you have it with you the whole entire time that you go. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And I think they, I think they, I think in Florida they have a deal where if you get an annual pass past a certain time of day you get express pass privileges you know so i think it's like past like four o'clock or something like that express pass opens up to annual pass and i orders.
1: was tempted i was tempted to i did see that deal because i was tempted to get all three of us those annual passes but then i thought you know depending on when the next time we'll actually go there is it you know beneficial because i want to see how the lay of the land is you know before making that jump but to, to you, put you out you've three never pass
3: for it but you george you've never been to universal hollywood right no interesting part it's worth a visit The the, Mm -hmm. like like once at least go once because the 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 hollywood elements of it like the tram tour is freaking awesome i love the tram tour at hollywood
2: did you love see it. that picture that went viral today with Chris Pratt and oh, stuff yeah. on the right, sides, yeah. you know, as Price the tram Trump tour Trump was, going was going past? It was Chris Trump. Pratt and and what was it? Bryce uh, uh, Dallas, Dallas Howard. Yeah, they were standing on the side of the tram tour as it was going. It was crazy. It was nuts. That, Look, see, That's the fun he, stuff about Universal. I love Hollywood for that. I love that stuff. George, you know, one, t- you know, I'm thinking about going to Hollywood after Nintendo World Super Nintendo World you opens. Should. Come on down, we go to together. All movie. right, sounds good to me.
0: You know, yeah, Sunday that 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 probably be yeah. The tram is having a new Wild West set opening yeah. up. It's gonna be pretty cool. Come on down, and I'll show you around. <laughs> you know, Ethan, it's funny. Like, um,
3: I have we haven't gone to Universal yet because we, I I texted I texted you like a few yeah. months ago. Oh, oh man, I'm nervous about Forbidden Journey. I'm claustrophobic in those fucking mm-hmm. ride vehicles. Remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then my fiance's brother got COVID really bad. Man, he was in the Ooh, hospital yeah. for like like Ooh. almost a month. Ooh, he's good now he's good now but he had like huge issues you know but so we had to cancel our universal trip but like um but i really i i there's a lot of a lot of stuff at that park that i really really enjoy i love wizarding world i love the tram tour it's fun there's a lot of cool stuff i haven't been honestly since like i think it was like 2016 was the last time i went you're going to be you're going to love
0: Secret Life of Pets and you're yeah. not I wanna you want to see it.
1: I want to see it.
0: Secret Life of Pets is like whoa.
1: But uh, Mr. Vashsky I will take you up on that offer when Nintendo opens mm. and you you go, I'll be right there with you.
2: Yeah, I mean, no, uh, absolutely 100%. Look, the the traffic to there can be really bad. <laughs> That's <laughs> something you got to account for. But once you're there, you're there, going back's no problem cuz end of day whatever but but there's there's stuff i want to see like secret life of pets and all that kind of stuff super nintendo world's opening up so yes, definitely gotta do make a day of it stuff. hey god. dre you know what
3: this guy right this guy right here mr ethan theme park wizard he like his channel he's on top of the super mario world
0: oh my god my super nintendo videos are so in fact it's hilarious when i post anything else i post a toontown construction update People comment, when's the next Nintendo thing? I'm like, oh, wait, wait a second, I'm gonna something different. But those Nintendo things, thanks to everyone that's watching right now, the watchers of the Nintendo's, those average like now one to two thousand views a pop. Those are fantastic. And I they come out every Sunday and Wednesday. So <laughs> Nintendo tomorrow is gonna be another one. And I have a construction of two friends that work on Nintendo to tell me everything is about to pop up cool stuff's coming. Subscribe and watch because Nintendo is what's popping.
1: <laughs> Every I Sunday and Wednesday. I bet you were trying to plug in anything, you know. To- <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, so
2: now I got I got one question for you. Alright, alright. Mm-hmm. One question. What even the chances of Hollywood getting Donkey Kong?
0: Oh, oh okay. So, ooh, ooh, it's a, t- it's a toughie. I have to see. I I feel like they're pretty decent. They're pretty decent. I can tell you that in spite of Yoshi, there's going to be a a mini game themed to Yoshi that ho- Japan does not have that we will oh. get. Or, sorry, uh, yeah, think to Yoshi, I think, in the Bowser's... Or, sorry, not Bowser's. Yeah, in that area. Yeah. There's going to be an exclusive minigame to Hollywood, and there's going to be an animatronic somewhere in the land like the Mr. Potato Head and Toy Story Mania, the interactive one. There's going to be an interactive animatronic, a massive one that people can talk to somewhere. So that's cool. Be cool. It's interesting. cool. Yeah, no, interesting. Yeah, I know. Interesting. And let's go. Let's all go to the media event together.
1: <laughs>
2: <Hey>.
3: Yeah, <laughs> You got yeah, credentials. Is- let's go. <laughs> You know, yeah, you de- George, you, you definitely should go at least once. It's so funny. My fiance, like we, I took her to Universal like a few years oh. ago and we went on the tram tour and then like every movie that we watched, she's like, oh man, they filmed that at Universal, didn't they? Oh, they filmed that <laughs> at Universal, didn't they? Because like, it's so funny how much they film at this, at this studio. Yep. You, you don't even realize it. Like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies all filmed at Universal, right? Yeah.
0: Like Adventure there's so- is a film there in the Metro sets. Right. Everything is filmed
3: at universal. Everything is filmed at universal. It, it Disney universal. Warner brothers. It doesn't even matter. They're all filmed over there. It's crazy. It's, it's absolutely crazy.
2: And once you've seen it, once you've seen the backlot and everything, and especially the Metro sets in particular, you go, Oh, like this looks like a bunch of stuff. And when you see that stuff, it's like, wait a minute, that was at universal, you know, it's kind of <laughs> one of those things that you have going forward, by the way, has the tram gone through the
0: Metro sets uh, in, in a while? It hasn't. There's been a lot of filming over there for something. Oh. Um, but it started to go through little Europe more, a little Italy, whatever that's called. I really mm. haven't been there until this year when it starts to go. And those electric ones are very smooth and very calm. I like these electric yeah. ones. Very quiet yeah, from from what I've seen. Very, very quiet. quiet helps with the filming, helps with the – you can hear the the uh, narrators. You don't know, hear the, the – Right, time. yeah and it's pretty nice they're pretty nice yeah like trams and with supercharged biting the dust with a drifting coaster it's gonna be even better what where where is that drifting coaster gonna go ethan oh there are two spots it's either gonna okay. take out special effects and animal actors with a little kind of swoop over the escalators so or give you a, a nice little view or somewhere on the lower lot but the thinking now is those two stages because special effects is removed from the website and the thing they said, born is coming to the lower lot. I think. What?
1: Going to get born? Yeah. And then
0: interesting. Going to swoop over there. I, I have play. seen.
1: I have seen segments of born over on our side, and I actually can't wait to see that because some of the effects of the the show is quite impressive. Of what I've seen, just on. the yeah, Please let
2: us know. Let us know.
1: Yeah. That no, hey, good. Ethan. Ethan is a Universal guy. He knows a lot
0: of like, stuff. Wow. Thank. Goodness, it's so convenient. It's only 20 minutes from my house, so convenience wins. Wow. You know, so oh, okay. cool. Okay, so, okay. Well, visit. You got to come. <laughs> then we got to go
2: with Ethan, but I suppose. You
0: got to come. You got to come in the summertime so you can see the dark art show on with the big drones. Oh, super cool. Now, I did,
2: I did tell people, I said, look, if I'm going to go there, it's got to be when the dark art show is going, because that thing looks
0: ridiculous. It's humongous. Like you can see it, Orange Grove. You probably can see it from your house if you look. It's tall. tall. You can easily see it from the one hundred one and one thirty four. I bet you you can see a little twinkling light from if you stepped out on your balcony and I'm like, oh, there it is, there it is.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Hey, hey guys, real quick, I want to, I want to, I want to show you guys something really, really cool, real quick. Sure. The patron Saint's. Of Daddy Josh is mm-hmm. right behind me.
2: Oh, there it is. Oh, there it boy, is. Man.
0: Oh, boy. Look at that. patron so <laughs> saint. And Grogu, I see you over there, <laughs> like, Grogu, with the, looking all cool with your backwards hat. I don't like little guy. I got hey, okay. Hold on. Hold
1: on.
2: <laughs> How they haven't capitalized on grogu have, in the parks well, we
1: got well they got now grogu Crazy. merch they got grogu merch added but it's like okay we got enough merch it's like i want to see grogu like i want to see him yes there he
2: is there he is there's the man battle One of the grogu's
0: <laughs> Oh how great! Now I want to take a picture with him in Galaxy's Edge, but
1: I can't. So that sucks.
2: I <laughs> see. That's what we're talking about. Why can't you do this? Yeah,
1: very bad. Very bad. Maybe they're saving. talking about capitalizing on money. I'm for sure people would pay big time money for a lightning lane to get a picture with with him.
0: I'll even Could give you him remake? an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. NFT. No,
2: I. The, the fact that they haven't you set up a Mandalorian meet and greet or a grogu meet and greet or any of these new characters coming out that people actually want to it's see great. in these parks
1: nope <laughs> uh, but hey it will never make hey, sense but to hey me. We, we we still got Ray and Kylo Ren you know yeah. <laughs>
0: Barely, I didn't even see them when I went. I don't even know where they were. <laughs> they're taking, they're taking a break. Yeah. Were, I didn't even see the stormtroopers walking around. I, don't know, I guess they're too busy on rising. Uh, there see.
1: was, there was. I forget where I see, saw it on. It, it kind of went. It didn't go super viral yet. I don't even know where. I'm trying to remember. There's this video, and there's this young kid had to be six, seven, that approached Ray, and. I I don't know if it was, bef- like now recently, or if it was before the Pandy or what have you. Mm-hmm. And the the boy approached her. He was about to go up to her, and he stopped and backed up. And he said, "You're not Daisy Ridley." <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, Marcin. Wait, that, that's how I feel about the, the about the Wandavision. Um, I mean the, wa- the, wa- the yeah, one Scarlet the one
0: the
3: one I'm sorry. Hey, no, no disrespect to the cast member that's playing her in Avengers Campus.
1: <laughs> like
0: you're not Elizabeth Olsen. Nope. Nah. Not even know. close.
1: Like not even close. Nah. No, mm-hmm. see, if it was Elizabeth Olsen, if they want money for a lightning lane, they could just oh, take I'll my old Mastercard. <laughs>
0: I'll give them 10 NFTs for that one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) know, you you bring up a different point, guys. Have you seen some of these meet and greets? Uh, Look,
1: listen, I know there are labor issues. (laughs) Have you seen Ada and Elsa when they did the reopening at Walt Disney World? Oh, my God. Nothing against these women, please. Nothing against them. No, no, nothing against anybody. They they do not fit (laughs) The characters. I'm sorry. It looks like Anna and Elsa aged like 25 years. It's like Can't,
3: cancel, George. Cancel,
2: George. <laughs>
1: cancel George. <What>? No, look, <laughs> listen. Disney jail. Well, no, no, no.
2: To, to George's credit, right? It, it, look. <laughs> usually the 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 requirements for some of these roles are so strict they are so strict in terms of of who they uh previously hired and who could actually play these roles but but look now in the age of labor shortages and hey we, we need people to fill a role it it, it, it it looks like they're doing just that just saying just saying yes
0: oh man oh man uh yeah that's why more i don't know but does Disney have, I guess they do. Well, because I, care yeah, because like. I
1: heard to be a costume performer, I mean, they say it, I mean, I don't know how the process is now, but I mean, they said it's harder th- to do that than to get into Harvard. Like, I mean, like, it's like a process.
0: Yeah, but see, yes. if you do things like, I don't know, more of them, like, you know, Universal is like Megatron and, and, the, the raptors, you know, those can't age. So okay, Disney has like some non face characters. <laughs> yeah, we're going yeah, to age, yeah. we're gonna get a bunch of Tokyo. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: we're going to get a bunch of Tokyo type characters. That was, fairy god, it
0: was a very fairy face character
1: before. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well,
1: the fairy godmother or uh, Jessica Rabbit. Oh,
0: fairy godmother. God. <laughs> I'm going to go with Jessica about. rabbit. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with just grab it and and yes, Roger Rabbit is coming back. I'm 99% sure. So it absolutely you, is. The people that uh, see the carts, they're just, you know. Well, and especially the cart they cart just cart.
1: updated the ride. They're not going to yeah. update it to, just to shut it down. Yeah, exactly. So just
0: because there's some cars on the back of a truck, they're not going to sit there getting dusty. They're cutting the whole thing. They're nah. getting nice little reefer, people. Crazy yeah, Disney went through
3: this whole thing to sort of pat themselves on the back. Look how look how progressive we are. We're putting <laughs> a trench coat on just like a rabbit to cover her up. Hey, it yeah, do it, that. It, <laughs> it
1: took, that hey, it, only it, took, took an extra it only took an extra twenty five. It only took an extra twenty five dollars just to add a trench coat and a hat on her.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, my goodness, thank you so much for coming on. I could talk to you for hours. Now I'm mean, going to come back on because. I think there's a lot of stuff we didn't talk about. You've got to come back on. We'll One go. Ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you, Orange Grove?
3: You can find me on YouTube with these crazy kids down below, Mr. <laughs> uh, Citrus Corner and Mr. Freshly Squeezed at Orange Grove 55 on YouTube. Check us out. We do a lot of the same kind of content that Mr. Ethan, uh, Mr. Wizard does here. Um, we just kind of talk about, well, we focus mostly on Disney, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. We talk all about, about Disney parks. We, we focus a lot on Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World. We also dive into like Hollywood. Um, we, we do like an orange nerd show or we do like a lot of streaming and film stuff. So, but yeah, it's, it's all kind of Disney related, you know, sort of stuff. But uh, check us out when you, when you get a chance. Check us out. Um, you know, YouTube, Orange Grove, 55.
0: Disney family, man, where can we find you?
1: Absolutely. Well, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Disney Family Man Twenty Three. Uh, you can you can you can also interact with me on Twitter. And please, uh, Lord knows how many uh, things I'm going to get after this video <laughs> at
3: Disney <Campbell> George.
1: Yes, <laughs> but you can find me on Twitter at Disney George. And of course, as Mister OG had mentioned, you can find me on his channel, Orange Grove Fifty Five with Citrus Corner,
0: aka the Florida Corner. And uh- yes. Fash go!
2: <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, I do appreciate it. Uh look, listen, if you want to follow me, uh you can you can do so at Fash Guy right down there for the very robust discussion, lots of discussion on there for sure. And if you want to see me, well it's on the it's on Orange Grove 55 at Freshly Squeeze Your source for juice and info squeezed fresh, right from the grove. Um this drop by yeah, I'll play it. I'll play it. But really, nothing compares with a f- freshly squeezed. And that is out of the woo. Uh, you know, g- given the phrase, the freshly squeezed right there, uh, presumably.
0: Talking about. Thanks for watching. Subscribe for more theme park updates <laughs> and have a fantastic day.